You can't teach passion. They either have it or they don't. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. How I view an applicant now is really um, about their connection, what their skill set is. I'm probably looking for resilience the most. Brand With On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brand With, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Randy West has been entertaining radio audiences for more than 20 years. She's been on the air for most of her career, and she's also handled music, promotions, marketing, and more during career stops, including Illinois, Ohio, North Carolina, and most recently, Tampa, Florida. Now, Randy serves as program director at Hubbard's legendary WRMF West Palm Beach. Brand with On Demand proudly welcomes Randy West. Hey, Randy. Hello. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. So. We all know that radio folks tend to be gluttons for punishment, and certainly <laughs> you're no different. But boy, you sure picked one this time. I mean, <laughs> making the move just as the biggest health scare in America hits, or in over a century w- hits, and here you are. I would say that the past six months have been interesting, to say the least. <laughs> but yeah, you know, if there was ever a time for change, I think everyone's been experiencing it over the past couple of months. But uh yeah, arrived uh, here in West Palm January the 25th and uh, around March the 12th when uh, we finally closed our office in West Palm and uh, we went to social distancing. So it was pretty short, brief stint, but back in the office as of right now. So it's exciting. Well, great. Randy, we can ask about working remotely with your staff. Any lessons there? Well, I'll tell you, I think that uh, this has been a really valuable lesson. I hope so for a lot of programmers and maybe even a lot of talent, because I think when you take yourself out of the building, uh, albeit let's not hope another pandemic or any sort of close down, but uh, you listen and you consume your products in a very different way. And being, I went back to my home in Tampa and was working from there. And I'll tell you that managing my staff from there was great. We did the normal house parties and Zooms and and all of the kinds of virtual things that have been going on, uh, and a lot of phone calls too. But I think even just as a program director, having that time listening to my stations was so valuable because I think there were things that I heard that I wanted to change and I was strategizing and I got really time just to focus on the product, which is pretty rare these days. Yeah. And on that note, I'm guessing that most of what you had in mind for team building and planning and getting to know folks has pretty much been thrown out the window. So let me ask you, what's the first thing that you'd like to do for fun with your team once you have gotten the green light to reopen and get back at it? Well, look, I had plans to do things and, you know, kind of team building with my team here when I got here. I think those plans have changed somewhat now due to the pandemic. But I think the big thing I want to do now that we're starting to inch towards some normalcy is give my team some time off. I mean, you have to remember, my team did not leave the building. They stayed here and they were coming in daily um, where a lot of people were working from home, even air talent. They were broadcasting from their homes. Our teams did not do that. They stayed here. Uh, They were the only people allowed in the building and in their prospective studios for that matter. And so I think for me, it's, I know it's been a mentally exhausting time for a lot of talent. I think for everyone in general, but I think just because they, I, I, I fear giving them time off. I think right now giving them time off 
they can't really still go do anything. So I think the time off will probably come later. But I do want to provide them some relief if they do need to take a couple of days to kind of decompress from what they've been doing for the last 60 days consecutively. Mm-hmm. Randy, speaking of that, how did this pandemic change the way you reacted to listeners and interacted with listeners? And what do you think it means going forward? Look, I think that we were already so great at the connection part of what radio brings to the table. But I think the highlight has been on that since the pandemic began. People were seeking that connection. People wanted the Facebook Lives and the Instagrams and the social media connection. And then not only that, but just the radio being a release for them. Because look, I, there were very few days I even turned the TV on because it became mentally just too much and too big of a distraction. And and too much bad news. And so I think that moving forward, we're going to continue to do the things we've always been great at, uh, particularly at this radio station, being about our listeners and the, and the people and giving them a release for the things that they're feeling or the, the worry that they're having about their jobs or the music that's bringing the relief to whatever's going on at home with virtual schooling for their kids. I mean, mm-hmm. radio has always been an escape, and I think we will continue to provide that. Great point, especially on air and online. But what do you see is happening with things like events, concerts, remotes, that sort of thing? Well, you know, I think that we were already kind of thinking about things in a different way before all of this happened. I mean, look, when you think about concerts, think about Garth Brooks. I mean, Garth has always been on the cutting edge of being the first at everything. But with his dive bar tour, and of course, it's not even in a format that, you know, I currently program, but in the country world, they're very good at doing these private intimate events and his dive bar tour that he did last year. I see more of those kinds of special intimate kind of settings. Um, albeit, you know, still 50 people or more right now, we're at like no more than 10 people in a room, but right. I think that's a better experience for the audience anyway. I mean, anyone can buy a concert ticket and go to a show with, 15,000 or 20,000 or 60,000 other fans. But, you know, when we really look back at concerts, and I'm not saying a bad thing about concerts because I love them, but I think a lot of consumers now think, okay, I go, and here in Florida particularly, it's very hot in the summer months when most of those tours come through. So it's, you know, it's an uncomfortable environment in some cases if it's not indoors and in AC. Um, you know, the drinks are expensive. Your, your view may not be great. You may have to stand because everyone's standing and you don't even get a chair. Yeah, you know, I think we're all going to think differently about what that experience looks like. So I think that we'll probably go to smaller venues. I think a lot of artists will do that. We'll see what happens. Um, but I do think that you're going to see a paradigm shift with concerts specifically, maybe drive-in concerts. We've seen a few of those already kind of pop up. But I also think about remotes. You know, I don't know that we were doing a ton of remotes before because I think now in in a world where people can see it on social media and we can be someplace, they can go on their own time frame. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that there's ever been a time when I've been at a remote at a car dealership and said, hey, come on out. And someone drove directly there to buy a car. No, they came probably because they're a fan of your show, meet you or to win a prize. They weren't really there to buy the product. In some cases, maybe. And a car is probably a really expensive product to buy unless they were already in the market. But you understand the analogy. I think it's it's about being there for those people. And I think a remote you can certainly do and promote someone's business in a way in which people go when it's convenient for them, when they're ready. Because I do think everyone's set kind of differently. Some people 
we're seeing want to go out and do things, even with a 25 or 50% opening. And there's other people that are wired a very different way and they don't, they aren't ready to go out. Mm-hmm. And I think that if that's the case, you can still provide something from those clients virtually and in codes on their websites and things like that. So where if they want to stay home, they can still get the same deal mm. virtually. So now that we've all been through this coronavirus thing, at least this far, and we are doing a lot of things differently, how would this change what you're looking for in future applicants to join your team? I mean, of two equally experienced and good-sounding candidates, what's really going to separate one from the others? You know, I don't know that it changes that much, but I do think you have to find people that can pivot, that that can go with the punches and still not miss a beat. But I think we were looking, I was looking for that specifically before then. And I think a good multitasker, people that wear a lot of different hats, that can do a lot of different things. I mean, that's the environment that we're all faced with now, wearing more and more hats and doing more and more things. But I think that how I view an applicant now is really um, about their connection, what their skill set is. And I don't think that's really changed as much, but I do think flexibility is a, is a key thing because you saw that. Some people, you know, pivoted very well in moving to an at-home work situation and other people had a very difficult time. Um, and I think that shows resilience by candidates. So I think I'll pr- I'm probably looking for resilience the most. Randy West, one of Radio Inc.'s Program Directors of the Year in 2020. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions to show at brandwithondemand.com. And to get Randy's show notes, including her bio links and information you won't get anywhere else, you can just text the word notes on demand to 44222. That's Notes on Demand, 44222, or simply scroll down on your pod player and get the link there. Coming up, Randy shares some things she knows now that she really wishes she'd known way back at the beginning of her career. Hey, it's Tony Lorino from Throwback Nation Radio. Whether with my syndicated shows or programming winning radio stations in Atlanta, Kansas City, and more, they all had one thing in common— Music Master. And now the Music Master team is hosting free webinars to share even more ways they can help your station set the right tone during this difficult time. Check their ad in the show notes or visit musicmaster.com for more info. Update. North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart in the News Talk. The local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Heistick. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Room Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwith On Demand. We are with Randy West, programmer at WRMF in West Palm Beach, Florida. Randy, what are the things you know now that you really wish you'd known way back when you were starting out? Well, there's probably a long list of things that I wish (laughs) that I, (laughs) I mean, it's probably too much for this podcast, let's put it that way. But I think that, um, you know, that not everybody is wired the same way. And you think everyone knows everything you know, but I think uh, to be a sponge, you know, I wish I would have known then that I needed to take in all that knowledge from those people that I worked with. And I think I did to a certain degree, but I think that just knowing, um, not everybody knows everything you know, that I think every person is a unique individual and they bring something different from the table. 
And so I think that because you have to manage people now being in a managerial role, you really learn that everyone has to be managed in a very different way. Um, some people respond to a certain type of management, others that respond to a different type of management. And I think I've learned a lot about myself, about the kind of employee I was versus the kind of manager that I was or am. And so I think that that's probably one of the key things. And I think the other thing is you can't teach passion. Either people have it, like I can teach anyone to do a fantastic music log. I can teach you how to do digital and social and be on the air and word economy and all the things we talk about in our business. But you can't teach someone to care. They either have it or they don't. You can't teach people to care. And I think that that's a really difficult one for a lot of folks because you wish everyone cared as much as you did. But as the program director, I guess no one's going to care as much as I do. And so, (laughs) you know, teaching people to care is a really hard thing. So those are just a couple of things that that I think I've kind of learned over the pandemic and over my career. So true. Our thanks to Randy West, programmer of WRMF West Palm Beach, Florida. Hey, links to Randy's bio, WRMF in action and more all available in the show notes. Just text notes on demand to 44222. Once again, notes on demand to 44222. As always, our thanks to executive producer Cindy Huber. And coming up next, he's a major market PD turned group radio executive, most recently the EVP of strategy and innovation for Beasley. And next time, he joins us from Buzz Night Media. Buzz Night. That's a wrap, Kipper. You can take a lesson from gymnastics and learn how to stick the landing. It involves focus. We'll talk about it in One Minute Martinizing. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon the brand you make. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. Brandwick on demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings.